now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. people. Randall's yelling in my ear. There's Bareface coming up. I don't know why he thinks that's, that's funny. Well, because wants to I think that's happened yet, though. Let's celebrate. Heard at the beginning. There's a party going on right here. A celebration to last throughout the year. Yeah. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We gonna celebrate your party with you. Come on now. I know this is a secular heathen song, but whatever. Let's all celebrate and have a good time. Right. 
love that. Yeah, woohoo! Yeah, literally has about 163 million views <laughs> on that uh, song by Cool and the Gang. Can you guys hear me okay? Because I'm just curious because I, I have the mic. It seems like it's, is it in front of my face? I feel, I feel like it's to the right of me. But anyway, I'm going to take these headsets off. You can hear me good? All right. Awesome. All right, well, people, here it is, June 28th, 2019. Yeah, it is. <laughs> June 28th, 2019. That's what I said, right? Yeah. Anyway, so here it is, 4 p.m.-ish, a little after 4 now, Central Time. As you guys know, this is our final program at 4 p.m. Central Time. Yeah, it is. Tomorrow, Bareface will be doing Weekends in the Word at 7.30, right, Randall? Is that right? Ish. Ish, give or take, depending on what life, you know, brings us. Saturdays are more likely than Sunday. Saturdays yeah. are more likely to be on time than Sunday. Gotcha. Yeah, so, hey, we're changing the time. The, the times are changing, people. The times, they are a change. They are. Actually, it's interesting. So, uh, so right up front at the show, I'm just going to say hi to everybody, and I see Melanie and Dr. John, a.k.a. AKA Baldy, is there. Sean is there, and Marty, Bob, Sharon, Mia, and Odessa, and whoever else is listening or watching that I don't know who you are, but thank you for tuning in. I don't know if anybody is on YouTube or not, but... Thank you for coming in. Yesterday, we had a wonderful guest. If you guys did not see that interview, I'm just going to tell you, please go back and watch it because you will, I think, I thought it was a good interview. I, I loved my guest. He was a sweet, sweet old man, older man. My dad's old. That guy was almost old. <laughs> I guess, hey, Jeff, Jeff is over on YouTube. Okay, good. I don't know if anybody's on Twitch. Uh, are you monitoring Twitch? Yes, I am. Anybody over there? It's it's quiet. Too quiet. Okay. Twitch is quiet. All right. That's okay. All right. So, you guys, as you know, uh, the last couple of uh, weeks, we have been kind of um, working toward our change. And Annie is in the house. Hi, Annie. How are you? How are you, sweetie? You're glad you're there um yeah you are you're here okay so uh yeah so the last couple of weeks we've been um going through uh, um you know we've been talking about changing the show and you know i'm going to tell you guys something that god is good because um you know <laughs> when ariel ministries agreed to continue to sponsor us through the rest of the year at the same sponsorship uh and us doing fewer shows uh, I just knew that that was God's hand and blessing on our show. We don't know if they're going to continue to sponsor us next year, but I'm not going to worry about it, just so you know. I'm not worrying about it because uh, I'm very thankful that they have agreed to sponsor us at least through the end of the year at, at the current rate. And they're letting us do what we need to do to take care of my dad and business and, you know, and really this show. And, you know, all of you guys that donate to us, 
you mean the world to me. And I just want to say thank you again. You guys have no idea how much it helps us, um, you know, and all of that. But it's just, it's just not enough for us to stay full time anymore. Seven days a week is a lot. <laughs> it, it really is. And, and there's a part of me that's going, I'm not sure about how I'm going to fill up my days, but I, that's not true, actually. <laughs> Hi, Danielle. Um, I, I am, I am in a season of change and, uh, I want to give you guys, you know, some good news. First of all, so that was God's hand, just his leading his hand. I've been wanting to do a fewer shows anyway, because I think that, uh, I think that that warrants, I think, I think we can do a lot. I, I mean, I love doing a show every day, but I, I think that, that, I think it's time. I think it's time to do fewer shows and, but I also have a vision and I have, uh, goals to write and to do some courses and some other stuff, which will, this will also free me up to do. But really the main thing is the money and, and take care of my dad. So those of you who know me, most of you who tune in all the time, uh, you know, I take care of my dad. He's, he's almost 91. That's old guys. I don't know if you've been around any 90 something year old people lately, but that's not young. It's, it's getting up there in years. Uh, and I, we just, Randall and I just got home from a meeting that we did at, uh, the assisted living facility that he lives in, uh, with three other people on staff there. I, I actually, uh, had contacted the corporate offices earlier this week and, uh, I probably should have done that months ago. Uh, but I didn't cause I'm a very long suffering person and I try to help people and, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be a um, complainer for the sake of complaining, but there were things that just pushed me over the edge, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. When it's time to change, you've got to rearrange. I know that song, Melanie. <laughs> Peter Brady will ever I'm forever so be sorry. in my mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, so, you know, I, I, I had to, I had to adult, if you will, call corporate and get some things discussed with the new staff. It's basically all, all new staff, pretty much. Actually, it is all new staff that I talked to today. And so I made sure that they knew none of my complaints had anything to do with them because they really didn't. It has to do with the overall care that he's received for the last year at this facility. Well... I want you guys to know that uh, Randall and I left the meeting feeling very good about the direction this new leadership is taking and putting into place. And uh, they, I did ask for um, remuneration. Is that the right word? Remuneration. Yeah, I asked for some refunds. Okay, people, mm -hmm. just say I don't know what the right big huge word is, but remuneration. Yeah, I said it right then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah people, that. people like to say renumeration, like re renum, like a number, but that's to like recount something. But well, anyway, I asked them to pay me some of my money back. Yeah, because I was not going to get any service. So I they mean, they brought that up and they they offered a little bit of money to return to me or credit me, I should say. Uh, so I said yes. It was actually more than I was hoping for. So <laughs> I'm not going to turn that down. Uh, and, uh, so that will help me a little bit with my dad. 
Um, and they offered to do his laundry at no cost. And usually they charge $40 a month for that. So um, they said that they would just throw that in for me and not have a problem with any of that. So they did that. And, um, and anyway, and, and a treatment plan has now put in place for my dad. So, uh, the good news is that I actually believe the, the ladies who are running this place now are going to do it. I do think they are. Um, but I will have more time to be there with my dad who is declining. I mean, he is, and they told me so. And I said, I know. And, and, uh, you know, it's emotional. You know what I mean? That's an emotional thing. Watching your your parent decline. I mean, I mean, just dementia itself is a pain. <laughs> but add Parkinson's onto it and incontinence onto it. It's just like, yeah, this is a little overwhelming. And then when your parent is emotional, you know, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, please already, you know. So, so I literally just left a meeting from that, which was an emotional meeting. So I don't want this show to be all emotional, just so you know. But then again, it wouldn't be the show if it wasn't slightly emotional. But anyway, it's good news. It's good news. Uh, and I feel very good. And I feel good that I will be, I'll have Monday through Friday, or Monday through Thursday, really. Well, really Friday, but Monday through Thursday where my day won't be split up and I won't have to rush back here if I need, if I'm really needed with, with my dad. Uh, the other thing uh, is uh, Legal Shield. You guys know many of you have supported my 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 venture into the world of Legal Shield, and um, in, in fact, I've been doing Legal Shield business a, a lot of today. And I uh, wanted to let you know that uh, this is going to allow me more time to do that. In fact, I want to thank those of you who have um, bought the membership through our show through me. That does help my show. Uh, it helps me, uh, and I am this close, literally one membership away, you guys, from advancing to the next level of compensation, and everybody in leadership is telling me that we need to get it done this month. So here is my ask. When we go to networking meetings, they often say, tell us what your job is and what are you asking for? And this is when I'm just going to be bold and ask for it. <laughs> Won't hurt, right? Ask and you shall receive, right? So... My ask is that if you are not yet covered with actual Legal Shield, the actual Legal Shield membership, uh, and you've been thinking about it, and you've been going, ah, I'm not sure if I want it or not, if you sign up with me today, I will pay for your first month. I will reimburse you your first month pay on that. Um, if you have been thinking about identity theft insurance, which is actually the best in market, by the way, ID Shield coverage. Uh, again, if you have never done that, if you sign up with me today, I will I will give you back your first month. I will I will give you your first month free. I and the way I do that, somebody asked me, well, how do you do that? I'm doing it out of my commission, which isn't a huge commission, but I'm willing to do it because I know I know how important it is for me to advance. And it's this close, guys. It's like this close. So here's the thing, if, if you're already covered with me, here's the other thing, if you already have my product and you have not upgraded your membership, you can do that with me. That I can't reimburse you for because that's there's nothing to reimburse there. There is no really commission on that. But you guys need to do that anyway. Uh, you don't have to upgrade to the new ID3. 
you can upgrade to the same package in order to get you into the new system, which gives you all the new benefits. Uh, and I can explain that to you privately, uh, so I don't take up my whole show doing that. But it is important if you are a member of mine to go and upgrade. And if you need help with that, let me know. Um, so that that is my ask. And I think God is, um, I mean, well, I'm this close. <laughs> and I got through Sunday. So, you know, if you guys know anybody who who needs the service and you want to refer them to me, uh, you know, then maybe we could do something there too. Cause sometimes referrals, you know, get you, uh, get you what you need as well. Uh, Danielle asked if my mom was gone. Yes. My mom died 17 years ago. Uh, she had cancer. So, uh, I, I, when I was in graduate school, I was in my early thirties, you know, I walked with my mom for about a year and a half as she was going through that. And then eventually went on to be with the Lord. Uh, and my dad will go on to be with the Lord as well, but hopefully not, hopefully not soon, but you know, he's not in hospice yet. He's not even in skilled nursing yet. So it's, it's not to that point, but it, it could be, you know, it could, um, you know, it could, it, you know, they're evaluating. So there's, there's some things going on, but anyway, so that's kind of where we're at personally. Uh, of course, Ariel Ministries is our sponsor, and you guys need to, uh, you know, I you need to know that and, and hopefully <clears throat> use them, go buy stuff from them, encourage them by saying, hey, you know, we appreciate that 20% discount you've given us. Um, coupon code Bible News is uh, what you use when you go to Ariel.org. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's my, okay. My ears are crackling, so I just was like... I'm hearing something weird, but anyway, yeah, go to ariel.org and you can buy anything there on the website with the coupon code. Uh, and then Camp Shoshana actually starts, uh, July 7th. If you have not yet went to camp yet, then, you know, campshoshana.com is the place to go. And if you can't go, maybe you can refer somebody to go because maybe, maybe somebody, you know, can go and they can afford it and they're close and they're, they live in upstate New York. You just never know people. You never, 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 never know. So that's that. Uh, Pillars of the community. You guys can donate through BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. Of course, thank you again for supporting the show. And if you are not yet on my text message list, you can join that by texting Bible News to 33222. I really don't harass my text message list. I just send you out a verse of the day. Uh, completely taken out of context, of course. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did not send out an alert about this show, but I should, right? Uh, yeah, so, well, that's funny. Anyway, so there's that, uh, but I will be sending you messages. I will definitely remind you about the show being on at 8 o'clock next Friday, uh, you know, and keeping you in touch, and as I have the ability to do some contests and stuff, I will do that as financially things get a little bit better, hopefully. Um so there's that as well. All right. So those are kind of the house cleaning up to date things. Anybody have any questions? I mean, we can take questions and comments, uh, you know, from you. And, uh, of course, Bareface also has a company. Chapel Hill Media is his company. I'm really co-owner, though. Yeah, I am. See how busy I am? I own Bible News Radio and co-own Chapel Hill Media and do other stuff and 
Anyway. Um, well, why don't you tell people what you do, Randall? That would be good. Sure. What I do, and I guess, can I do, I guess I could do both. Why not put that up there? Uh, and I could even go solo. Let's do that. So you have my... <coughs> so you don't watch Stacy cough up one. Thank you for sharing. Well, I mean, they heard it. Well, <clears throat> they, well, anyway. Yes, that's allergies, people. Yeah, I do. I have allergies. Go ahead. Anyway. Judge me. I, I appreciate it. I'm not going to judge you. Good. But I'm, I'm just going to tell people that what I do is I help tell the stories of businesses in an exceptional way. I sit down with them, interview them, find out what their uh, unique value proposition is, and then we figure out who their audience is, what they want that audience to feel, what we want that audience to do. Hey, Forrest is and watching then, as well. Hey, yes, Forrest. Yes, he he's lurking over there on YouTube. Nice to see you, Forrest. It's nice to, nice to, it's nice to know that you're there. That's so cool. All right, cool. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Anyway, so what I was just trying to say is, you know, uh, basically figure out the, the, the audience, what you want them to feel, what you want them to do, and then communicate that message through video in an exceptional way. And that's what I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so, if you need video... Fill in the blank, bareface. Hello. Fill in what blank? Well, you may want to tell people that they can hire you. Yes. To do video. That was the whole idea of the lower third on the screen here. But you should still ask. Yeah. Which there is a theme here. Okay. Ask. Okay, so the question I have for y'all people is this. Do you ask for stuff? And, you know, this is actually a question that I've been thinking about quite a bit, to be honest with you. Because, um, see, Annie wants to know how much you do videos. There you go. See? <laughs> how much or how often? Well, I don't know. She just said how much. Like price or, uh, uh, well. Bob will... said ouch. Probably because he loves you. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I do love you. But I don't know what that has to do, do with Do you love Bob? He's Bob is telling you that he loves you. Oh. Well, Bob said ouch, and I know the reason why is because he loves you. That's what you, that's your commentary on on his just saying ouch? Yeah. Because oh, Bob okay. is a Bob is a Randall Pandlebear fan. Okay. Yeah, he is. I don't know where the ouch comes in, but well, Bob said ouch, probably because I said something that he felt was snarky and stepping on you because he loves you. Oh, okay. Am I right, Bob? <laughs> Just admit it. I am. All right. Anyway. I'm right. I know I am. Put a one if you guys all know that I'm right. Whoops sake. I like your show. Even if I don't know you, someone got me involved. Pastor Percy and I, I want to know. Okay. Yeah, Pastor Percy is cool. Yeah, very godly man. He's he's actually rightly dividing the word of truth. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, yeah, so so how often it depends on the projects and you know how long they take, whatever. But price again, it depends on the project. If I'm doing like right now, this morning I had a meeting with 
My with, hair's sticking up. With with a nonprofit organization that I'm I'm doing it for free. I'm you doing know what? A video you, sh- for free. you should tell who the nonprofit is so people can go. Oh my gosh, you are supporting that awesome nonprofit. That would be the Boys and Girls Club of Murray County. See how great I'll we are. I'll be doing a project with them, and cost them nothing because they don't have the budget for it. And that's sweet. And, but if it's a corporation you know, that mm-hmm. does you know businesses business with other businesses kind of thing. Well, then the price is infinitely <laughs> greater. Yeah, it is. Than zero. Yeah. Yep. We're givers, people. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. Well, I was going to say something, though. And Bob distracted me. What is it don't, with Bob? Don't be bragging on Bob. Bob. What about Bob? He's here. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and, and interacting. Unlike the people over there on Twitch, you know, I asked them, hey, I said, howdy, where are y'all viewing from? And then they just. Well, anyway, back to the topic, which was asking. Asking, yeah. There, there, was, there was a point to that because, you know, it's interesting. How many of you, because um, we're a family, we are. I mean, we are family. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, some of us are richer some of us are poor some of us are fatter some of us are shorter some of us are whatever anyway but we are family we are we really are and i love all you guys in different ways i i don't treat you equally <laughs> you know that whole thing i love you all the same and yeah let's treat you, i just love you differently and blah blah yeah right Pfft, throw that out the window <laughs> i admit i love some of you more than others <laughs> like bob for just saying <laughs> Okay, anyway, back You love in a very special way. Back to the <laughs> back to back to asking though. Okay. So the the Bible teaches us that if we ask then we shall receive, right? If we seek, we shall find. If we knock, the door will be opened, right? And of course, this is always in the context of prayer and seeking God for his will and, and purpose in our life. Correct? Right? Is that the accurate, you know? Okay. So here's the thing that I've noticed in my life and in other people's life and really in my dad's life. And this is one of the topics, the overall topics that I've seen is that so few people really ask for what they need or what they want. And my question is, are you one of those people? And if so, why? What is the struggle that you have? And see, most people don't Most people do not do that, okay? I, I mean, in my work as a therapist, I'm sure John can agree with this, that often when couples come in and they're struggling, they have these expectations of the other partner, but they don't know how to ask for what they need. And, you know, these expectations and assumptions often clash, and that's what creates conflict. And unless somebody is there to help mediate and try to help them understand, you know, the different communication, you know, there is, well, divorce happens and stuff, which, you know, none of us want to go through that. It's heartbreaking, right? So, uh, so I know, uh, for me, uh, I, you know, I've had to grow in that area of asking, and and this can even apply over, over the board in business, right? I mean, this is one of the things I love about the networking meeting I go to is that, um, you know, at the very end, you know, everybody goes, hey, you know, who who we are, blah 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 blah, 
And Tony, who leads the, 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 the meeting, he, he'll say, well, what's your ask? What, what are you asking for? What is it that you want? What is it that you want us to help you with? <laughs> and a lot of people are like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and some people are like, I, I don't know. But then there are other people who are be who will be more specific. And it's like, we cannot help one another out unless we specifically know how to, to help you out unless you tell us what you need. And where this is interesting to me, and because I'm a studier of people in general, especially with my dad, my dad is at that age where he, he doesn't want to lose his independence, but he does not know how to ask for what he needs. Maybe because he doesn't know because of his dementia, or maybe just because he's too proud. That's, that's an issue. Okay, Sean, you're saying we are afraid of rejection. That makes complete sense because, yeah, it's vulnerable to ask, right? So if you ask for something and then somebody doesn't give it to you, you know, then you're like, well, why should I bother asking? I mean, you just told me what to ask for. And that goes back to, and this is kind of goes into a therapy session here, but that really goes back to um, how you're raised, you know, in the family of origin that you were raised in. What were you taught? I mean, I know for me, I was, I was set up. My mother would, you know, she'd say, well, well, do you want me to do this? Blah, 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 blah. And I would be like, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. Or yeah, that's what I would, I'd be happy with that or whatever. And then she wouldn't do it. She'd pull the rug out from underneath my feet. Not literally, but you know, it would be a setup. Um, and so if you, if you grew up with that pattern, like I did, then you kind of learn not to trust people. And then, uh, you, for me, you know, I get to the, I got to the place where I'm like, you know, if you don't keep your word with me, if you blatantly lie to me, uh, like as simple, something as simple as you tell me you're going to call me at three o'clock. If you don't call me at three o'clock, that right there tells me what I, what I need to know. Now there could be reasons. Of course, in today's day and age, you can text and say, Hey, I'm running late or whatever. But the idea is that if you don't keep your word to me, then you're not trustworthy to me. Um, and some people are raised with that, uh, very, very, um, unstable and disconnected, um, foundation. And so you're kind of like going, okay, well, who can I trust? Right. And yet, you know, there are people um, who weren't raised that way. You know, they were taught, ask for what you need and I'll give it to you within reason, right? I mean, I don't, give me a million bucks, people. That's what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you, you want to have for dinner tonight? How many of you have asked that of your spouse or your family? What do you guys want for dinner tonight? I don't know. Well, that's not helpful, people. Like, what do you want? Well, I don't know, I want hot dogs. Well, I don't want hot dogs. I want chicken. <laughs> you know, why did you ask for what I wanted if you're going to tell me something different, you know, and you're not going to give me what I want, you know? So there's, there's that thing. And I really do think that a lot of it is rejection. Some of it were never taught um, and all that. And I see that there's a couple of comments here coming out. So let me go back and read this. So Bob, uh, oh, 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 Odessa, did I say that right? Um, says, I think it's a bur think it's a burden. And Sean said, my mom gave me everything, but with a massive guilt trip. Uh, actually he said quilt trip, but I knew what you meant. Uh, Annie says her husband fell out of bed twice and slept on the edge. We make our own meals. Well, that's good. 
and Natasha is in the room. Hey, happy late birthday again, Natasha. Uh, Natasha just had a birthday, which means that she's one year wiser. Yeah, she is. And and I was going to, hey, Natasha, can I share with, with everybody what you're going to send me? Is that okay? I don't want to do it unless you say so. But um, but Natasha's birthday was, was yesterday, I think. Being blind kind of makes me nervous about asking. So like you say, if you don't ask it, no one will know, I, I think is what you, you mean to say there. Yeah, you know, so it's like, well, what do you need? I don't know. How can I help you? You know, and so we have, so that's, that's a good question, you know, and I think it really does carry over in our walk with God. And I know it does with me. I don't ask God, you know, I don't ask God for stuff a lot. Actually, I, I thank him. I'll complain to him about stuff, but I don't specifically say, Hey, you know, God, can you do this for me or whatever? I did in this case though, with the show I did, I totally did it there. Okay. So Natasha said I could share with her or share with you guys. Um, she's going to send something to me. So, and this, this is, this was so sweet. Uh, and I just want to thank Natasha publicly for this. So Natasha has some cabbage patch dolls and, um, and one day she put on, um, Facebook, she was sharing about them and, and looking for new homes for them. And uh, anyway, I sent her a message and I told her I really liked this one little one that was, uh, it's a little black one. And it's so cute. And I never had a Cabbage Patch doll. I always wanted one, but I never had one because my mom couldn't afford to get me one. And, uh, but anyway, so I just told Natasha, I thought that one was cute. I didn't, I didn't offer to pay for it or anything. I just told her it was cute. And she, she asked, she sent me a message and said that she wanted to give it to me. Give, I guess it's a boy. And, uh, and, um, I guess there's birth certificate involved, uh, which, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and so I'm super excited. I'm going to I'm, I'm adopting a little, little boy birth certificate, a little boy, a cabbage patch doll. She said that I could have him as long as I took care of him really well and loved him and I plan on it. So, <laughs> so yeah. And you know, I know it sounds crazy, but at 50 years old to get a little, you know, cabbage patch doll as a gift, uh, you know, I, I don't have children of my own, so it's kind of, it's just sweet. You know, it's just, it's just, it's a really sweet thing. And it means a lot to me that, that she's going to send him to me. And uh, when he shows up, I will take him out of the box and I will show him all to you. Uh, uh, Odessa, you, your niece had one with a birth certificate. Yeah, see, that's, that's cool. See, my mom was so poor that I never got stuff like that. <laughs> Do you know his name, Natasha? He's watching you now and waving. Well, hi, little one. I don't know. You know, I don't. <laughs> well, he does have a pink outfit, so I was surprised it was a boy, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so what are some other reasons why people uh, have a hard time asking? And do you have a hard time asking for things? And let's, like, apply that to God as well, or other things I'd like to know. And I really wish that this time, I really, really wish that we could have you, you know, go ahead and call in because it would be way more fun on this episode. No, I'm hunting down his birth certificate. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. 
Well, if you can't find it, I'll name him after my dad. How's that? Okay. So I get afraid sometimes. Okay, you get afraid. Um, and let's 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 look at that. What do you get afraid of? Is it are you afraid that the person will not do what you want, or are you afraid um, that they're gonna? Um, you know, what are you afraid of? You know, because here's the thing: they have there's a fifty fifty chance they'll do what you want. Hey, hearts and stars, nice to see you. Thanks for coming on in. Glad that you're there. Um, and that's the other thing too. The other side of asking is receiving. So how do you feel when you actually receive? You know, I will tell you something today, you know, um, it was Tuesday, it was Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon or morning. I called the corporate office of where my dad lives. And I talked to the head honcho over there, the VP of the whole country. And, uh, and, and I hesitated when I was talking to him but I really believe that I was due a refund on some services because paying almost a thousand dollars for some services that were not rendered over numerous months, just saying, is a lot of money. Okay, a lot of money where my dad, you know, wasn't getting serviced. And I remember sitting there on the phone talking to the guy and you know, and him thanking me for caring enough to call and not getting mad at me for calling. Because I was, you know, calling to take care of my dad. Um, and that's the other thing, too. You know, here you are. You're in a position where you really do deserve justice. And you do deserve <laughs> to be compensated. But do you ask? And I was sitting there on the phone. And I was thinking, you know what? What the heck? I'm going to ask. And so I asked the guy. I said, look, you know, do you think it's fair that I ask that I get a refund on some of these services because they clearly weren't rendered? You know this. I know this. I'm not being a bee about this, if you know what I'm saying. And I really want to keep my dad in your facility. It's not, you know, I don't want to move him. I really like the place. This is just the one issue that's been not met. And this man said to me, he said, you know what? I can tell that you, uh, mean everything that you said. You're just how you're talking to me. You're not yelling and cussing at me. That's good. You know, and, uh, and yeah, we're, we're, we want to help you every way that we can. And so today in the meeting, uh, I didn't even bring it up. They brought it up and they said, look, we want to compensate you back, uh, you know, a, a month's worth of service for what happened here, another month for this. Um, and we want to throw in doing all his laundry for free so you don't have to pay for it at all. So, <clears throat> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Wow, I didn't even, number one, have to bring it up. Number two, they gave me more than what I expected them to. Uh, probably three times more than I expected them to, just so you know. And so I received, and I got teary-eyed, you know, because um, it, it was a good thing, right? It's how it should be, because it's like, oh, you heard what I said. You you validated what I said. So, so for you, when you ask... You know, is there an expectation with God in your life that he's going to give you what you ask for if it's within his will or within reason, right? Or with other people. I mean, what is your expectation there? Do you think that when you ask, you know, how do you feel when somebody comes to you and says, hey, would you do this for me? Now, most people, let's just be honest, most people would say, yeah, no problem. I mean, especially if it's a reasonable request, uh, they would 
you know, I know if Randall comes to me and asks me to do something, almost 100% of the time I will do it. I mean, because there's usually, you know, I might not be able to jump and do it at that exact moment. But generally, yeah, I have no problem doing whatever he asked me to, you know. And, and hopefully he's able to receive it with, you know, with understanding that it's done in love. And it's a way that, you know, he can grow himself. And I can tell you honestly, being married to Randall almost 27 years now, that when I first married Randall, bareface, that he didn't ask me. He, he barely asked me for anything. He was like so independent and whatever. No, you don't have to do it. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously? You know, hello. I would offer to do stuff. No, that's okay. <laughs> like, why am I in this relationship if I'm not needed <laughs> or anything? But over... 27 years of knowing Randall, um, you know, now he asks me for stuff. And, and, you know, like I said, usually I, I have no problem doing whatever it is he asks me. And I'm not, sometimes I'm irritated, to be honest, but whatever. I don't care because I usually do it anyway, whatever it is. So, popped in to say hi. Now off to a conference. Shalom and love to you and Randall. Well, thank you. You know, enjoy your conference and thank you for taking care of your little baby and giving him to me. <laughs> Literally. I can't wait to show them with show them to everybody. It's gonna be so cool. I'm just and and I have another listener who gave me uh, some sock monkeys many years ago. His name was Scott uh, Sock Monkey. So I'm gonna put this little this little baby next to my sock monkeys. I have this little section of Bible News Radio gifts that listeners have sent me, and and um, and of course you know I have Luke. You know Luke is my life life flight paramedic bear that Mia gave me. You know and. So you can see him sitting there on the, on the printer, you know, in the back. Okay. So Randall, do you want to weigh in on our topic or do you have any other topic or do you guys have any other comments down there or what? Are you waiting for the, uh, I'm waiting for you to answer the question. Yeah, of course I'm going to bring scripture into it. Oh, okay. The nerve um, of you. Just saying. No, I'm just kidding. I'm on vacation this week from my one job and two people texting me wanting me to. And it's a cliffhanger. This is Melanie, by the way, saying this. All right. Well. The delay is long, people. Yeah, it is. I can get this to work here. Be good. That's okay. We have grown in patience over the years. That's good. As we wait. That's right. As we wait. Wanted Melanie to open doors for them after hours. I told them no. Okay. So, and you told them no um, because you're on vacation. You're like, forget you. I opened the door for you. <laughs> Well, and that's that actually brings up another another aspect of the asking and receiving thing too, you know, because there are some people who will try to violate your boundary, right? They will try to push the limit. Uh, you know, they will use you and essentially abuse you um, if you allow them to. So that's another aspect of the the triangle of asking as well. So so you chose not to. Why not, Melanie? I'm just curious. Okay, I see Randall's throwing the word of God up there in front of me. It's going to show up on the screen soon. I'm waiting. 
for the opportune time. Okay. By the way, uh, thank you all for the hearts. I appreciate that. Not my job this week. Okay. So you told them no, and you referred them to go to somebody else who's on duty this week then. If that's the case, good job. You know, you set your boundary and said, you know, I'm sorry that I can't can't do that this week. So-and-so has the keys, and there you go. All right, you're the green hearts. Awesome. Annie's the green hearts. Okay. All right, Randall, go ahead and, and uh, do that. And Sean is the blue hearts. Who is the purple hearts? Oh. Uh, John is the red hearts. When it comes to asking, I figured the best source is okay. the Lord himself. One last thing. Melanie said, people seem to expect me to drop what I'm doing. Ah, mm. uh, well, okay. I would say this, Melanie, and, and this is just something to think about. If you believe that people look at you that way and that they seem, they seem to want you to drop everything that you're doing, then my question would be, have you done that in the past and have you given them that that's an indicator of, of, of what they can do with you by your behavior? That's just a question. I don't know, but it's something to think about. Okay. Randall, Pandal Bear. There you go, bear face. I really had to hold back calling Randall bear face in the meeting. We had to. I can't. Yeah. I called you Randall. Did you notice that? I guess so. I, and I was like. Not in the first meeting. Oh, yeah, first meeting, that was a networking meeting. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, our Lord, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, you know. His admonition was, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you sh will find. <laughs> Knock and it will be opened to you. For Sorry everyone, for yawning. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks will be opened. Of course, he's not talking about asking anyone or seeking from anyone or knocking anywhere. We're not asking anyone, seeking anything or knocking anywhere. There we go. Put the right nouns in there. For he says, Or well, what man is there among you when his son asks for a loaf of bread, and it will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If then you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? Um, you know, that's, that's one place we don't ask very often, is ask of the Lord, and perhaps, perhaps we do, uh, James tells us you, you have not because you ask not. And he says you ask, and you ask amiss that you might spend those things on your own lusts. And so if we're asking things that are uh, just for our, you know, gratification, they're not for our good. And, you know, the it, it, as he said here, how much more will the Father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? So. Um, but do you believe it? Yes. I'm, <laughs> I mean, look, look at life, the air that we breathe and, and the, the world that we live in and the, the disasters that we have averted 
not by our own wisdom often, just the, the number of ways we've been preserved and the goodness of God is... is no, no, no. I mean, I, I understand all that, but like in your own prayer life when uh, you're praying, do you ask God specifically for things and then he comes through with it? Or do you okay. hesitate asking specific, okay. very specifically? Oh, I do. Okay. I do believe that I ask, he will give me what is good. I mean, my whole life demonstrates that, that mm -hmm. he's a good, good father. Yep. And, but do I often ask? No, I don't often ask for things, at least not for myself. Yeah, see, I'm a, I'm that way too. I've had to. I'll, I'll ask for things for others. I've heard I've had to learn to ask God for stuff for myself. Oh. You know, like but I. Then, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I was just gonna say, say like one specific thing I really did ask was like I asked him to let me interview Amy Grant when I first started the show years ago, um, and I did. I got the interviewer, so it was kind of cool, you know. Uh, but anyway, but you know, like a lot of people say, we'll ask God for money. Well. Uh, Okay, how much? <laughs> I don't know. Sharon said, uh, I ask him every day for strength and thank him for the already help. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Amen. And that, that gratitude is an important, an important ingredient. And I was going to say, we have that example of Solomon. Not that we're, you know, we can build any kind of solid theology on a single passage of Scripture. We need the whole counsel of scripture but i think of solomon uh when he became king asked for wisdom uh to rule the people and the lord told him because you didn't ask for riches etc yeah then these things will be added to you as well which he didn't use with wisdom True. <laughs> later on in his life but hey he started in the good place yeah he did so, mm. yeah, so there you go. This stupid thought. Do I have a particular application out of that? No, because it would be, like I say, wrong to build a whole theology or thing off of you know, one interaction, one, one instance of prayer. So I have a question for all you guys, kind of turning the topic a little bit. Um, how many of you watched the Democrat debate? that took place recently just curious uh i didn't i i watched some highlights on snapchat that was about it and uh um and i thought it was funny it was rather interesting actually uh so what do you guys think what do you think of the the democrat debate there was one guy i don't even know who it was who um who basically slammed Christians. He slammed the Republican Party, called us the the party of religion, slammed Christianity in particular uh, from the from the podium or lectern, whatever, um, and all that. Bernie was loud. Okay, well, I didn't hear Bernie, but but um, but yeah, I'm wondering what you guys are thinking of. Uh, Joe Biden running for president. Remember, he was the vice president under Obama. Uh, you know, the lady from California was good. Yeah, I saw her, actually. She called Joe Biden a racist, I think. Or he had to defend himself that he wasn't. 
So I think it's interesting because, you know, this is interesting. Uh, Kamala won Mayor Pete Slam Christians. Okay, so it was the, that guy Pete. Okay, it was Pete his first name or last name? Because like I said, I don't know who these guys are. Um, so how do we address then, uh, biblically, the, the culture that we live in that now has become so blatantly hostile to uh, Christianity. In fact, I was watching a guy on YouTube, so it was Pete was his first name. Okay. I was watching a guy on uh, YouTube, but I can't think of his name. I don't even know who he is. But one of the things that he pointed out, and I just want to throw this out here to you, because I thought, yeah, you know, I didn't even think about it. You know how um, uh, Sarah Sanders, Mike Huckabee's daughter, resigned from being the speaker, the the press secretary, rather. Um, do you notice when she did it? Do you notice that she did it a couple of weeks ago? You know, she wasn't in the spotlight for like a month prior and all that. Then did you notice how it coincided with Donald Trump, our president, um, coming out and celebrating Homosexual Pride Month? Did you notice that? Kind of interesting, I thought. Um, and uh, I was watching a, a sermon by John MacArthur, and uh, John MacArthur was talking about how uh, how um, the Democrat Party is actually affirming everything in Romans chapter 1 that God disapproves of. You know, like they're the anti-God party. And, and I'm just saying what is being said. I know, I know, I know a number of Democrats who believe in God and who are Christians. Um, so I'm not just, I'm not saying that all Christians who are Democrats are not believers. But what I am saying is that the platform, the Democratic platform is pro-gay, pro-abortion, um, pro-socialist, really. I mean, it's, it's, if you go through Romans 1, they advocate everything in that, in that platform. Whereas, we used to be a culture that respected religion. Now we're a culture that attacks it and says, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that you're one of those Christian people. Now Christians are, are the salt, right, of the earth and the light in the world, right? <laughs> so when people in the dark begin to really blatantly attack us, then you know it's super dark, right? And I really believe that we are in the end of the days, right? I mean, I think... I think we've been in the end of times and, you know, people usually say, well, you're in the end of times until, you know, since the reestablishment of the nation of Israel, which is like 70 years now, at least. It's kind of like, well, how much farther into the end of days are we, right? I mean, we see the one world government being set up before our eyes. We see the rise of Christian persecution throughout the world. It's at the highest levels it's ever been in the history of the world. And, you know, you would never know it, though, because the media doesn't highlight the atrocities and the persecution of believers all over the world. Um, they highlight little snippets, pieces here and there, right? America is the number one purveyor of immorality in the world. And we have a president, current president, who claims to be a Democrat and, I mean, a, a Republican and a Christian, who just said that he wanted to decriminalize homosexuality all over the world, and he wanted to be the leader in doing it. Now... Some people believe that the reason Donald Trump said that is because those countries that offer under Sharia law uh, are the are the countries that 
you know, are, are abusing homosexuals and those, and they're advocating for the death of homosexuals. And so they're saying that he, what, what Donald Trump is really asking is to stop Sharia. I don't buy it. And the reason I don't buy that is because if that was what he really wanted to do and what he meant, why didn't he say it? He has no problem saying anything else that he means. So why wouldn't he say, you know what, I'm all for advocating for the abolition of the Sharia law all over the world and in America. No, he didn't say that. He said he wanted to specifically be the leader and decriminalizing homosexuality all over the world. There's a huge difference between trying to decriminalize Sharia law and put a stop to that and decriminalizing homosexuality. It's way easier to decriminalize homosexuality than it is Sharia. Because with Sharia, you have to wipe out those who practice it. And it's a lot harder to do that. Just saying. Uh... I wonder if Pence talks with Trump about things like gay pride. Um, I wouldn't doubt that, but there's one other thing I saw that I wanted to bring up too. They believe everyone is born good, so anything they do is okay, so as long as they're not offended. That is true. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to bring up, that this other guy on YouTube, and I don't know his name, I'll have to look it up, but he pointed out how Paula White... Uh, there's a, there's a video. He played the clip of Paula White, uh, the, the preacher who's been married three times, I believe now, who is Donald Trump's main spiritual advisor, right? Christian advisor, how her husband and her were on video at a conference or something, talking to a church or something. And her husband actually actually advocated Christian couples using pornography. And basically the husband said, hey, if this is what the husband wants, wants you to participate in this, blah, blah, etc. Pornography is an example, then go ahead and do it. Now, think about that just for a minute. Paula White, aside from the fact that she's a prosperity gospel teacher, which I don't agree with, on video with her husband, in a church, talking to Christians, advocating, engaging in the use of pornography to further and to enhance a sexual relationship in marriage, okay? So that's Donald Trump's spiritual advisor. Think about that, okay? So... So the critics out there who are saying, well, Donald Trump isn't, you know, he's all good and, and, you know, and he's better than the alternative. My question really is, is he? Is Donald Trump really better than the alternative when he's getting his counsel from people who are immoral and unbiblical in the first place? You know, I mean, seriously, that's, you know, real, real serious question. And, you know, okay, so then the next argument is, well, he's the lesser of two evils. Is he? Really? Okay. Uh, maybe. You know, has he done some good things in this administration for the life movement? Yeah, he has. But I'll tell you what. The good things that he has done for the, the pro-life movement, I have not seen personally such vitriolic hate and, and 
despisement from our culture in years on that issue. I mean, the abortion issue has been silent and dead. It's been laying under a pillow or in a blanket for years. Nobody's talked about it except a select few. Now, all of a sudden, it's the rage of the day to talk about. Donald Trump, this month in June, brought homosexuality back up to the forefront. Just think about that. I'm just throwing this out, my observations. Meanwhile, while Sarah Sanders is, is uh, resigning, and there's kind of a connection, I think. That's not Trump's fault, though. Yeah, and I'm not saying everything Trump has, has done is horrible. I voted for the man, right? Um, so, but what I am saying is that as we get closer to the election season and the Democratic Party, which is by and large advocating for all the sins in Romans 1, <laughs> you know, and then you got Trump over here who's trying to make America great again, uh, trying to pretend to be godly. And I'm not saying he isn't a Christian. I don't know. But what I am saying is that he's blatantly advocating for homosexuality, which is ungodly. Okay, I mean, we can market it however we want, but if you've never read the book, The Marketing of Evil uh, by David Kupelin, you may want to go get it because we've been marketing evil for a long time, guys, a long, long time. And the more Christians get attacked from these political leaders from, you know, from the, the in the debates and in the culture, the more we are going to have to step up and, and make that decision to either stand with Jesus and what he says or deny him and walk away and say, you know what, I'm not going to do it. And this is my call and my burden to you, the people who listen to this show and the church. And that is that it is getting shorter, people. Time is ticking away. We're one day closer to Christ coming back and the new world order taking its place. And Israel doing what, you know, Israel needs to be doing. And I haven't even touched on the anti-Semitism in our culture and the world. But what I will say here is you better boot up. You better get your, you know, get, get your armor on and make sure that you know what you believe, you know why you believe it, and you better make sure that you have the courage to stand up for it. Because... We are getting to the place in this culture where if you don't stand up for what you really say you believe as a Christian and, and you hold true to the precepts in the word of God that are there, you are going to lose those freedoms. So just because we've had this window of grace, and I, I do think Donald Trump being in has been God's grace on us. We don't deserve it, in my opinion. I think our country is under massive judgment by God. I think some people would would not uh, um, agree with that. But the very fact that we've we've blessed, you know, Islam, <laughs> homosexuality and abortion, just those three in our country is, I think, evidence of God's hand of, of, of judgment. And I think God's judgment, and I'm not an expert on it, but I will say this. I think sometimes God's judgment comes by way of abandonment. And what I mean by that is I think sometimes God just goes, okay. You do what you want, and I'll just watch. You know, there there's people out there, you know, John McKernan and others who believe that, you know, when a law is signed, you know, dishonoring God or abortion or whatever, that all of a sudden there's a tornado that hits a certain place that, that you know, that's God's judgment. Eh, maybe. 
as America has done to Israel, actually documents, you know, natural disasters and stuff like that. So there may be a correlation. I'm not going to dismiss that. But what I will say is that I think that we're, we're very close, if not in that stage where God has abandoned us. He has lifted his hand of blessing off this country. And if we're not careful as American Christians, uh, we could very well end up like Chinese Christians and, and other Christians that suffer for their faith all over the world, which is why I'm going to reiterate again, write your word, write God's word down and begin to memorize it and hide it in your heart because you do not know. And you can be proud and you can go, well, it'll never happen here. You don't know. You don't know when that's going to fall. You do not know when your word of God is going to be taken from you. And if you hide it in your heart, it will never be taken from you. Just saying. Uh, you know, the, the hostility that I've seen, not only from Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough, and the guy in the Republic, the Democratic debate, Pete, the guy that, that you guys just told me his name, those things decades ago, you guys, would never have happened. And now today, we put up with it like, like it's okay. And no, it's it just whatever, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying that um, don't take your religious freedom for granted. Don't do it. You know, and I'm speaking as somebody when I was a child, and I was as a teenager, when I first became a believer, um, I did not have the religious freedom that I wanted or needed. My mom forbid me from having a Bible. I had to read my Bible in secret, and I got it smuggled to me in my high school because my mom wouldn't let me have one. That's on that level. There will be a day when the Bible will be banned permanently, and you won't have a copy of it because they will come and take it from you. And I'm not trying to be a fear monger. I really believe that because I've seen it happen in other countries. And uh, so, you know, uh, just take your faith seriously. And don't buy the lie that we're not supposed to talk about religion and politics. Because you know what? Those two things are very important. And for now, in America, we have the freedom to still do it. So walk in freedom. Walk in the freedom that God has given you to do so. Bareface. That's me. I'll back yeah. read some comments here. Yeah, I mean, you're right on, spot on. And I guess you move left to read comments. Yeah, well, yeah, because okay. my vision isn't that good. We actually right. heard this doctor today talk about vision for an hour. And at the end, we're like, oh, my gosh, we're, we're all dying. You know, our visions, we're all going to go blind. <laughs> I didn't feel that way. No, I didn't either. But I think the guy sitting next to me did. That poor Maybe. guy has OCD. This poor guy, he was like squirting, you know, hand sanitizer. He's using a, mat, a napkin to pick up one little crumb on the table. I'm like, man, that guy's got anxiety. Or just and, germaphobe. Well, yeah, he said he was OCD, so. Okay. Okay, can we go over our new schedule again? Oh, yes. Okay, good question. So the... um. So starting, well, tomorrow Randall's going to do his Bible studies, uh, Weekends in the Word, on uh, Saturday and Sunday. I guess at 7.30ish, right, Randall? Yes, um, that, that's the plan. And we really want, just so you know, I really want to do our show at 7, but we decided to do it at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, starting next week and henceforth outward, um, because I teach Awana uh, at church on Sunday night, and that doesn't get out until seven. Right. So 
I didn't want to go, okay, we're going to do the show at 7 o'clock on Friday and Saturday and then switch it to 8 because cause then people go, well, what time is this show on? I thought right. you were on 7 o'clock. Well, no, we're on 8. <laughs> on so, Sunday, Sunday. And, I, and but, I'm, yeah. I still want to be in Awana, so I don't want to I don't want to quit Awana. So I had to – so I told Randall, I said, well, I, as much as I don't want it to go that late, on the East Coast, it's 9 uh, and on the West Coast, it actually is six o'clock. So it, you know, we're hoping we might get more viewers too because it's later. So, Randall is looking good. That's well, what they you. said. Although, there, well, I don't know. There's about half and half. Uh, we live within a 600 mile radius of about half the U.S. population. All right, people, 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 purple Peter, people. Purple people eater? Yeah, joined us. Okay. For, for a mere second, anyway. Um, well. Yeah. Any other questions? And by the way, thank you guys for the support, you guys. Yeah. Again, you know, I can't, I honestly can't thank you. This is a, this is a, it's a, it's a new beginning. It's a, it's a tradition, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to change. But, you know, it's one of these things where I already know that, I mean, obviously, God's blessed it. I, I have to, you know, have to take care of my dad, guys. Just saying, have to take care of my dad. And I'm tired, in case you can't tell. I am tired. I, I've only been getting about five hours of sleep a night. And uh, it's just, it's just, <laughs> I'm feeling tired, people. So, I'm only, I'm 50 years old. And I'm not getting any younger myself. So, I, <laughs> I, I need to be able to rest. I need to be able to play pickleball, and I need to be able to take care of my dad and earn money, uh, and you know, and all that. So, Bible News Radio moves to prime time. Yeah, it does. Prime time, eight p.m. Central Time. And Randall's gonna make it better, I think. Right, Bareface? Which, what is, what uh, is your vision? Uh, my vision is to, given that we're going to have, I don't know, less time probably, but if we go for an hour and a half. You know, that's going to be, well, we're at an hour and 10 minutes right now. But if we do an hour and 10 minutes on each of those days, then mm -hmm. that's a four and a half hours versus the typical well, seven. So. We're, we're thinking about doing a 90 minute show, though. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This, just because. I just heard an echo of my voice. Oh. How did that happen? Are you talking about me or did you really hear an echo? I heard an echo of my voice. Oh, of your voice. Okay. My voice. I don't yeah. know how that would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking because, you know, watch us on Instagram. Watch me on my Instagram page on Bible News Radio. And um, I got this little thing on my neck. It's been bugging me. Um, if you watch, if you follow me on Instagram at Bible News Radio and Stacy.Lynn.Harp, uh, you know, uh, I will... Stacy Lynn is my personal page, right? Okay, so that's that's um Legal Shield, personal birds, stuff like that. I have good bird footage, by the way. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's just kinda like, well, this is what I'm doing, people, if you really give a rip. <laughs> you know. Uh Bible News Radio, my Instagram account will be directed towards Bible News Radio. So probably what I'll be doing on that is is um is sharing news more news items on that um and counting down whatever it is we're talking about on the show the show on the weekend um and what was i saw a question come in will weekends in the word be incorporated into the show yes it will 
It will be. And Randall and I were talking about that. We were talking about, well, well, how do we do this? Because Randall does Weekends in the Word on the weekend. That's the name, Very Weekends in the Word. word. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we're we going to do that. We'll figure it out as we go along. And I will still be doing interviews, too. When I, oh. get, um, when I get a guest that I want to have on, uh, we'll definitely have them on. And if some of that ends up being me recording the interview during the week, you know, and then playing it during one of our weekend shows, we'll do that as well. So, um, yeah. And I may also do, um, remember at the beginning of this year, I did get slugged, you know, I was doing the get slugged. Well, I may also take the opportunity uh, to do short, short little, you know, a couple minute videos on YouTube also. A lot of it will depend on what I'm doing with my dad and how that's going on and also, you know, what we're doing with Legal Shield and stuff. So, uh, Sharon, I saw your comment about thinking about Legal Shield. Again, if you just came in, I will say that if you have thought about getting Legal Shield and you do it today or tomorrow, I'll give you your first mo- your first months back. I'll cut into my commission to, to give it back for you helping me reach my uh, senior manager level. Because uh, senior manager is the next level. That would be an increase in compensation. I'm literally one membership away. And it's very doable. I just need one person. I actually have two people that that didn't keep their word to me this month. And if they had, I would be there. But but I I don't ever want to force anybody to get this membership because you know I want people I want people to to want it and use it and keep it. Um, so uh, so yeah, get in touch with me. Uh, it has to be today or tomorrow though. So. Is there a number, telephone number to call Ford? Call Ford. Ford Motor Company? Um, or to call into this program? Or? Well, we don't have a number. Or, we don't have a number to call into our program. Or Legal Shield? Or, I don't know. I, Sharon, I think you're going to have to ask the question differently because I'm not sure what you mean by that <laughs> uh is there a number to call legal shield um yeah i mean there there is a number to call legal shield um i mean there's numerous numbers to call legal shield but legal shield is actually closed the corporate offices are closed but i sign people up online that's how i do it i mean i can do it on the phone if you needed to sign up then you could talk to me and give me give me the info and I could sign you up. That's usually how I do all my customers anyway. So, have you seen the conversation happening over on YouTube? I was just looking at it. Okay, so Forrest said, "When you're poor, you learn you learn to lean on the Lord more." Psalm twenty three: Jesus true. is my shepherd, and I did not want because He cares for me. I do not want. That's true. Yeah, I do yeah. not want. On occasion, I will get. Uh, I want, and will talk with God, and if His will, believe I get. I watched night number one about the. Oh, about the, the about the debate. debate. Yeah. But last night, from what I saw, most seemed like they were trying to figure out what order of words will draw the most praise. No personal principles. Our fallen nature left unchecked eventually regresses to ancient Rome. So absolutely, Romans 1 is applicable. Yeah, that's what the, there's a message uh, John MacArthur did 
about homosexuality, and, and that's actually what he says. He says, uh, we follow the example that Jesus set, and then the apostles. With what is coming, it will become hard to turn the cheek. I have the confidence that, like Stephen, Jesus will see us through it. Yes, he will. Uh, and WD agrees with Forrest. Okay. Um, and no, I'm not a Scorpio. Hmm. Just so you know, Annie, I'm Libra, if I cared. <laughs> the balance, the scales. Yeah, they are. Which is very fitting for being a lady of justice, which I have no longer have my thing on. Hey, Cindy. Cindy Silverman has joined Bareface. All right. Yeah, very cool. Glad to have you here. Well, our show is almost over. Um, yeah, kind but of should if, be. But... but if you guys, we can practice our 90-minute show by going 15 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, what? not like we had an agenda. Of course, this is free for all Friday. So Yeah, it is. As we make it up more than usual on Friday. Other days we've got a a plan, topics to cover or a guest to interview. Well, do you but have any Fridays, topics? Friday is just um, yeah, free for all. I, I mean, do do you have any topics though? Because, um, cause, well, I mean, I've talked most of the hour. Well, I was, is... they're over on Crosswalk dot com. There's this article: Ten Biblical Ways to Make Disagreements More Agreeable. Okay. And I agree with the principles. I'm not so... Are you disagreeing with the article on disagreeing? Well, I'm not disagreeing with the, the yeah, article. I'm, Look at you. I have, I have some... I would have chosen different scriptures because there are, they are biblical principles for this part, but the, the scriptures chosen to support them, those principles, I don't believe that they actually do. But for what it's worth, this is the article... Basically, pick your battles, and okay. Well, can you read the context? Context of what? The irony of it all. Yeah, I know. Well, of the article. Okay, read. Wait, go back and show the title. Hmm. Ten biblical ways to make disagreements more agreeable. Right. I mentioned that. Yeah, I know. I just thought I'd read it because I'm challenged sometimes, uh, and so yeah, thought I would. Anyway, so they're they're good things. Pick your battles. Okay. The scripture this author uses is Proverbs seventeen fourteen. You know, starting to quarrel is like breaching a dam. So drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. I don't know what translation that is, but so in other words, avoid conflict. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't. But, I wouldn't probably use that that yeah, verse either. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm thinking more of of. <laughs> Paul, when he was, where were they? Were in Derby or just left there. Anyway, it wasn't there. Um, they were in Ephesus, I think it was. Yeah, it was in Ephesus when, when the whole thing broke out about uh, the silversmith uh, and making um, idols of Diana, or you know, anyway. And so this whole sort of tumult went out, and they went out to the amphitheater, and all these people were, you know, getting, you know, some says, says that some didn't know why they were there. It was just a commotion going on, and Paul said, "Well, let me go in there," and and they said, "No way, don't do it, and you'll get torn to pieces." And and so he was persuaded not to go in, and a city official went in and calmed the whole thing down. And, people went home so it was diffused 
uh, eventually. It wasn't his battle. Paul wanted to go in and make it his thing. But anyway, uh, so yeah, the Proverbs is good. I think of that in Acts. But anyway, stay in the moment. Uh, and we've, you know, we've seen that in our 10 steps. You don't bring up stuff from the past to talk about the current okay. thing. Well, they don't, not everybody knows what we're talking about when you say 10 steps. Uh, when we were in marriage counseling many years ago, we were given these 10 steps to handling a disagreement. And one of those things were, when you know, one of the rules um, was to not bring up past things. You've, right. d you've set, you've decided a time and a place, et cetera, and you've talked about what is the thing you're going to talk about. And you've agreed to talk about that one thing, discuss that one point of contention. You don't bring up stuff uh, from the past. Right. Um, well, because that's unfair fighting. And, right. and there, were, there were times when Randall and I really fought about point one, which was to set up the time and date. True. For so. the argument. We couldn't even get past that. We were so like, it was mostly me. I admit it. I was just, you know, not in a good space. But, but, um, but yeah, that's one thing that I don't think is often really taught either fair fighting, which is, which is very important. It's, and Randall and I, we sometimes, I mean, we don't fight very much anymore, but you know, there are times I, I actually see with, uh, a couple people that I know that they tend to go back and, and go, well, what about that, 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 and that? And I'm like. I think to myself, seriously, you're bringing that up because that was supposed to be dealt with a long time ago. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but then the scripture given from Luke chapter 15 with the, you know, the prodigal son and the one that stayed back and he's complaining, you know, hey, all these years I've worked for you. I never yeah. wasted your money, all that kind of stuff. And, Sorry for yawning, people. Right. It's catching up with um, me. Anyway. But I think of other scriptures about, like, the, the parable of the workers hired to work the vineyard, and they all get paid the same. It's like, hey, didn't we, you know, work the heat of the day and whatever? And it's like, well, that's irrelevant. You agreed to, you know, for this wage. And if the master wanted to be generous, and I think on the flip side, well, similar, not really, in Matthew chapter 7, you know, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and do cast out demons in your name? And Lord says, depart from me. I will say to them, depart from me. You were lawlessness. I never knew you. You know, this other stuff was irrelevant to um, the point at hand. Don't use attack words. Um, <laughs> this is stuff straight out of, you know, counseling and, you know, don't... I'll read it. It says, some words make things personal and raise the other person's defenses. You, always, never, all, every time, stupid, worthless, dumb, good for nothing, and lazy. Also, don't resort to curse words, name calling, or taking the Lord's name in vain. Oh. Well, duh. <laughs> well, you shouldn't do that, but yeah. And it's true that what comes out of your mouth is what defiles you. And, right. Uh, while aimed at the other person it really just defiles you but you know we are all made in god's image we are his image bearers and so you can uh, i think it's okay to if that's the point of discussion to find you know talk about a behavior but to aim something at the individual 
you know, the carrier's stupid or worthless or dumb or good for that. No, that's... And never say, I feel that you, because that's wrong, mm -hmm. too, just so you know. Because <laughs> newbies, newbies, this is the funny part, newbies, I loved when I did marriage counseling, it was so funny, because I'd be like, okay, children. Talk about my, your feelings. I'd be like, talk about your feelings. I feel, I feel in the blank, mad, sad, happy, or glad, you know what I mean? <laughs> And then, oh, wait, I'll give you a more advanced feeling chart later. But, <laughs> but the, uh, but yeah, I feel that you are an idiot. You know, I mean, that, that would be like, uh, no, it's not quite how you want to use that. Just so you know, it's, it's, I feel angry when, when such and such happens. Not like I feel angry when you do this or whatever. Don't, don't ever do that. Cause that's, that just, puts people on it's a way of masking an attack it, it is so i'm sure i'm it's sorry a, you feel that way that's another one it's, it's like, not you know, self-disclosing at all yeah i'm sorry you feel that way that to me is that that one gets under my skin i just ooh, that really it's like completely dismissive and unowning of the person's feeling and a lot of people don't know how to do that but anyway yeah i look at four as really the same as three you know don't yeah. attack words don't verbally abuse the other person but I think, you know, rounding out to make a list of 10 made this <laughs> distinction. Don't raise your voice. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I do, like, I do like the verse here, Proverbs 12. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Yeah. They do want to be reckless with their words. Well, and to be honest, I think the whole thing that I just went through with the assisted living was what went so well because um, i didn't do any of those yeah. those things nope. i didn't call them names i didn't say they're idiots i didn't say that they're scumbags and they're incompetent boobs i didn't, didn't say attack any of that. anyone's character i didn't in I fact i said i actually objective. like this i don't want to you know i don't want to leave the facility i just want help mm. you know i didn't realize i got the pointer here that's all right you're pointing at my eye yeah you are i can't do that because it, it's only on the browser screen yeah. um yeah so don't raise your voice i don't know taking control of just i say alert guard my lips why not a gentle answer turns away wrath i don't know that's a verse generally speaking a gentle answer turns away <clears throat> wrath not all the time yeah generally speaking i mean i don't argue with god's word but there are some people that uh, there's the exploder and the avoider. So you have, um, oh. you have the, you know, okay, the exploder will explode and the avoider will avoid. And then the calm, cool, collected person will be like trying to be like, you know, this is the issue. Voice mm -hmm. tone is a big one. In fact, that's yeah. one of the funniest things that I noticed when I was doing marriage counseling, when I was a therapist was, a lot of a lot of the wives would say it's it's his tone and the husbands would go well it's her tone you know mm -hmm. it's it's not what they say it's how they say it and yeah tone is a big issue it is uh six don't walk away in the middle of a discussion without stating that you'll be back soon this was something we did we had to deal Once with calm down yep because i would explode and randall would be just like you know he had to learn to walk away oh and and I had to learn to sit with him walking away, which was really difficult for me because of my brother just walk away. Said this has become right. This has become too uncomfortable for me. I'll be back in thirty minutes. Right, and I had to deal with my fear of abandonment because mm. that was what that was triggering for me. 
Uh, and I couldn't say I'll be back once I calm down. That was too right indefinite. Right. So I'll giving be back a time in twenty frame. minutes. I'll be and back. In... That actually created security for me because he always kept his word. He was always back within the time. It gave me time to calm down, gave him time to calm down, and then we could resume our discussion. Um. By the way, this was three years into our marriage that this happened, and we uh-huh. we will be married twenty seven years in August. So uh-huh. it was a long time ago. And talk about taking out a contacts and using the message yeah. paraphrase. You know, James one twenty two to twenty four, which talks about you know taking heed to the word of God, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, not Sean, being a hearer but a doer of the word. Sean so. says it's hard to believe it now that you both work well together. Oh, yeah, thinking. it's true. I mean, that's one of the, it, the, and that's you know I'm thankful for the testimony because it's really the Lord that did it. We did the work. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, it's all God did it. But no, I mean, we did the work. We mm. did the work. And I'm proud that we did the work. It, now, but it wasn't easy. Just saying. It was now, hard. now I take issue with this principle. <laughs> right. Me too. Don't disagree in front of others, especially the kids. Yep. Um, I think children can learn from their parents. If a disagreement is fine, a fight is not good. Right. Um, that's not good for, you know, the best thing that children can do for the parents is to love each other the parents to have a loving healthy relationship that's the best thing that parents can do for the children um study after study proves that you know bears that out one thing kids can learn though is to see their parents in a healthy way manage a disagreement yeah you shouldn't have a fight you know Scream at each other, throw things at each other. No, not good. <laughs> you know, especially kids, not good. A disagreement, fine, as long as it's done respectfully and and resolved and, and done in a fair way that can be um, actually a good thing for the children to see their parents um, handle the disagreement in a healthy way. Yes, I totally agree. But as and, far as... And Sharon said, uh, may God continue to bless you both with many more years of marriage. Well, that is okay. our hope as well. Mm. We want to get old enough to live in assisted living. <laughs> yeah, because... Well, hopefully we don't, we we don't end up in assisted living, but yeah. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and, and but that, you know, this verse, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Only with help of building others up. Well, yeah, that's true, and that kind of goes to the points three and four, yeah. really. Um, See, usually I'm not on air at this time, and yeah. I'm yawning after the show. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm totally yawning. And this goes right back to the other. Don't discuss multiple grievances. Stick to one topic per... Discussion. Yeah, and that, that's really encapsulating the other one about not bringing up others, I, I think. They're just trying to make a whole list of ten. It would stand. Not sure I agree with off. you, but whatever. It would. That's all right. I think it, would, it wouldn't be as effective as, you know, six steps or five and a half. You know, it's always a ten. You know, people like the ten. Anyway, though I think single-digit lists are more attractive for reading. It's five thirty-one. Just so you know. Yeah. Anyway. Don't assume the other person's guilty. Yeah, you are. You're totally guilty. Guilty as charged, mister. Yeah. Yeah, you are. 
and don't procrastinate, which I'm guilty about that. There's some things that need to be addressed sooner than better, sooner than later. They're better if they're sooner addressed. And that goes back to, you know, picking your battle. Um, I remember uh, several years ago I went to... Uh, Sean went, said that you are going to go another hour. Yeah. Uh, anyway, now... He used to say to me before show, I don't know if we can get through this. I don't really have much to say. And I'm like, don't, just trust me. The yeah. minute you open God's word, you're going to be yapping forever. Yeah, don't ever use the D word. Don't let that be an option. Oh, yeah, don't, definitely. Don't think, I don't think because it's an escape. Yes, Cindy, that's so true. And that's one thing that we had, that we believed in as well, was that yeah. if you throw out the divorce word, then, then that is... That creates insecurity, really. Exactly. And yet, there's the the the, and yet sometimes, as you know, that happens, which is it's really sad. You can't save a marriage unless both partners right. want it when saved. When one one when one will not, two cannot. Really, Mister? Hey, Mister. But yeah, I've not that I'm the professional counselor. Here, don't have the education, but yeah, you do. You got a degree by proxy. All right, but. <laughs> But young men have come to me, uh, young newlywed men looking for come advice, here. and I've given the counsel. Yes, come here. take the D word out of your vocabulary. It's it's not an option, because with that present, it actually uh, hinders intimacy. It hinders resolution Watch of difficulties on. because you know one or both of the spice spouses will have in their mind well if i say the wrong thing do the wrong thing that could be the you know disillusion of this marriage and so you know there's insecurity and there's a hesitancy uh to discuss things that need to be discussed instead they're buried and they fester and you know out of fear that you know that that's got to be off the table unless of course there's get up here Get up here. Come on, move it. There you go. You know, there's there's <laughs> marital infidelity. Oh. You know, the, the the marriage covenant is It's my baby. Broken. Yeah, he is. Mm. He will stand in front of me and wag his tail, and then he won't do anything. But, I always have to yell at him to get up here, and I don't know why I have to yell at him, but that's why I had to do it. So, And he comes up, as you can see. Yeah. Look at him. Screenshot. Yeah, you are. Yeah, bath too. You know that, right? You stink. Yeah, you do. We haven't been around a lot today, so he's feeling a little bit clingy, I think. Yeah, he is. Okay, are you done? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm done. All right. Well, to wrap this up. Wrap this up, people. Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. All right, well, I am emotional because this has been a long run for me to do this show every day for a long time, a very long time, 15 years, in fact. Uh, and, you know, so as we close out this show, uh, may you always know what I always say at the end of every show. And I encourage you to be bold because you have to be, especially in this culture, stand up. Stand up 
Um, you want to say something else? Go just ahead. The, the, we, I missed a question on YouTube. Okay. But he's talking. From WD, he says, I have a question. Do you guys believe in a pre-tribulation rapture? Yes. <laughs> That's a, just... a, a pre-wrath rapture, yes. Yeah, okay. There's tribulation going on. Right even now. now. Right, yeah. but yeah. Yes, but but if you're if you're new to the show, I wrote the Voice of the Martyrs Persecution blog for eight years, and um, so a lot of times people say, "Well, if you if you believe in that view, then you're an escapist, and you you don't really think that you know you believe that no persecution will happen." Well, I I wrote the blog for eight years, so I know a lot about that issue, kind of an expert on it, and um, it will come to America. And that's what I keep telling people. Oh no, it won't. Yeah, it will. It will. We are under God's judgment in this country. I Not by, like I shared earlier, not by, I think, him uh, hammering us and creating calamity and destruction, but I think by abandonment. And when God abandons a country, you got to watch out because he, he leaves you to your own devices. And for mankind, that is never a good thing because of our sinful nature, right? You agree with that? Okay. So... Anyway, which which is why I come back to, to to our tagline: "Be bold." You know, don't be ashamed of the gospel, guys. Don't be, don't be ashamed of it. It's the power of God unto salvation, first to the Jew, then to the Greek. Stand up. You know what? God puts you where you're at, and you're the only person that's going to be in that area. So stand up. I mean, I take a stand everywhere I go, even though people hate me. Well, not nobody really hates me, but you know, I don't necessarily always make friends. <laughs> I say stuff, it doesn't, you know, some people don't like it, uh, you know, and go. God tells us, go ye therefore out into the world. Not, don't stop sticking between the walls of the church building. That's not where you need to go. Uh, you know, go ye, go with God. And why? Because he loves you. And you know what? If we really believe the gospel, if we really believe the actual gospel, then we have nothing to fear and everything to gain. And the way that we're going to change the culture is by changing the hearts of people, and only God can do that. You know, and that's the goal. So Randall will be back tomorrow, and then I will be back next Friday at 8 p.m. Central. You'll probably see me on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. But, um, but for the show, I'll see you next Friday. And we love you too, by the way.